0: We've thinned the herd plenty, weeded out the weak, the bloated old gentry. We've killed enough vampires. It's time, my brothers and sisters, that we made some new ones. Zaris, Dracula's crappy son.
1: Aloha, bienvenidos, and welcome to Noob Island, a place for nerdy fun, friendships, and learning. I'm Professor T. I'm Professor Z. Much like the starting zone of many video games, the goal of our island resort is to teach visiting noobs about geeky subjects, but away from the stress of having to worry about sweaty tryhards, griefers, know it alls, or neckbeards. We like to think of it as learning in luxury. Noob?
2: Yes, Professor?
1: Tell the rest of the class your name, what you would do for a Klondike bar, and what you're here to learn about. <laughs>
2: My name is Mackenzie. I'm here to learn about magic in the Marvel Universe, and I can't tell you what I'd do for a Klondike
1: bar, because it's illegal. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well, with that in mind, Professor Z, what's our lesson today? <laughs> we are finally
0: wrapping up the vampire section. I, I, I've had so much fun with the vampire section. I just have a lot of tabs I'm looking forward to closing, and uh, it's always fun to enter into the the new Mm -hmm. stuff but this means that we are covering you know like we've done with a lot of stuff we're covering the vampires that haven't merited their own episode but have merited mention as a quick side note one of the things that i've been using for uh one of the things i was looking at of like all right let's make sure i have this is in october just before halloween marvel put out a the major vampires of the marvel universe like art listicle i was like that's perfect that's super useful for us as we're in the middle of this vampire stuff. So I was looking at the list and... Man, they need to do better. Well, what's <laughs> what's their list? I mean, their list is not bad, but like, okay. So first we have Blade, followed by Bloodline, who we will not be talking about because she's had a single short story appearance come out. And that's it. That's the daughter of Blade, Oh, okay. That is supposed to be appearing. And that comic Mm. book has been announced for three years now. What has yet to come out? Uh, Dracula, Victor Strange, Bloodstorm, who is an alternate Mm. universe, Storm, who was bitten by Dracula and became a vampire. Two versions of this character have existed. One dated teenage Cyclops. I think she's a teenager, too, in that version, to make that not incredibly disturbing, <laughs> but I had fallen off X-Men Blue by that point, so I can't promise that.
1: You know, we, I I had actually immediately assumed <laughs> that she was also a teen and didn't think of the other possibility until you assured me that that was the case. You no, know, in fact, she is a
2: teen. <laughs> Do not fear
0: Okay, I'm looking over this list. It's not as bad as I was making fun of it. Uh next up is Morbius followed by Baron Blood, followed by Zarus, who we will be making fun of today. Jubilee. We're not going into this one, guys. Jubilee got turned into a vampire. If she gets an episode, it will be when we do when if we do an X-Men season where she'll get an entire friggin' episode to herself. Just I actually do like Jubilee, despite the 90s animated series trying very hard to make me not like her. But um, Which is why I love ju- Jubilee, is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the 90s animated series. Oh, sure, but she's very annoying in that yes. con- But she got turned into a vampire, and largely comics have been trying not to mention that ever since. Other than she wears a lot more black now, mm-hmm. under the yellow uh, raincoat. And uh, has super strength, so she actually has useful powers in the field. <laughs> uh, Hannibal King, Spitfire, Deacon Frost, who we're also talking about today, The Forgiven, who are um really forgettable team of vampires. They're vampire heroes. They appeared in Fear Itself Hulk vs. Dracula. And from what I can tell, never again. But they left out several characters that I would list as important, starting with our first one. Lilith Drake, the daughter of Dracula. So, not Lilith, mother of demons. This is where it's confusing. Yes, there's Lilith, mother of demons, and Lilith, daughter of Dracula, who I did not know were different characters until this podcast. I just thought there were two very wildly different looks for the same character. Of like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when she came up, I was like. I mean, I know Dracula's weird, but you call your wife your daughter? And I was like, wait, no, that's actually his kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's... I was like, oh, so like her 60s, 70s appearances, 70s appearances, and then like the 90s remake. And no, it's just two different Liliths. And we've talked about this. Made more confusing by the fact that he, t- Dracula teams up with Lilith, Mother of Demons, in uh, uh, Captain Britain and the MI-13. Mm -hmm. So they're like Lilith the vampire. I'm like, how is that woman a vampire? She's got weird pointy flame head. It was like a 90s staple. Look, if you know how to explain that face better, I know. No, (laughs) no, she has weird, yep. Pointy flame head. That's how I describe it. it. (laughs) Anyways, Lilith, Lilith Drake, is the daughter of Dracula. And if you don't know that fact, she will tell you many, many times. Even after she kills you.
1: (laughs) Is I Lilith Drake, daughter of Dracula.
0: She, she <laughs> says in, we'll, and we'll talk about the uh, giant-sized chillers, the issue that we read in our one of the issues we are in our reading for today. She says that she's the daughter of Dracula more than Damon Hellstrom, son of Satan, says he's the son of Satan, and it's part of his name. <laughs> Anyways. Lilith, beyond just being a, by far the superior Dracula relative of all of the options that were given, uh, was actually born to Dracula before he became a vampire. She predates all of this fun, I guess, fun, fun stuff. You know what? Dracula's having a good time. Every time we read it, other than that one where he couldn't figure out how to CD-ROM worked, Dracula's mostly enjoying himself. No, it's he had fun there, too, because he killed the guy who was trying to teach him. Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> That might be it. Dracula's very good at short-term fun, followed by, like, long-term... Regret. Oh, n- oh no. Followed by long-term staked until some <laughs> idiot walks by his coffin. I will miss making fun of Dracula all
1: the time. I'm just going to hang out for 20 years, staked to this coffin, but don't worry,
0: somebody's going to walk by. This is one of the rare occasions, though, where Dracula's solution to a problem, in this case, he hated his wife... Was not vampire, again, because he he was not yet a vampire. It would have been vampire. Yes. So, Dracula married the woman, God, Zofia? Z-O-F-I-A. Zofia? Zofia. It's it's Eastern European, guys. Like, we already know how bad I am pronouncing it. Literally anything. Uh, We're part of an arranged political marriage because Dracula was the son of uh, Dracul. And the future king of, in this version, Transylvania, I want to say. Or the future ruler of Transylvania. Mm-hmm. But in the real world, it would have been Wallachia. Not important. However, Dracula really hated Sophia as well as their daughter Lilith, that was born about a year after their marriage. Which, if you're not already a vampire, naming your daughter after Lilith. Yeah. Who...
2: Is the mother of demons, or... I mean, if he really hates his wife, he could be like, she's the she-devil, and that's the baby of the she-devil in his head. That's just how he
0: named they, it. I'm just saying, like, if you named your child Lilith, you are either a super extra goth, or you do not like that child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyways, when Lilith was an infant, and I assume after Dracula's father died, Dracula decides that don't like the wife, don't like the kid, just gonna get rid of him anyways and after showing his wife a bunch of impaled soldiers tells her get out or i will impale you i'm vlad tepes that's what i do how do you think we got this kid <laughs> so <laughs> jesus <laughs> so, so she bounces leaves her child with a romani Oh, no. Group,
2: And then she impales
0: herself <laughs> And then immediately stabs herself In front of her child Who already has creepy red eyes
2: <laughs> it's, it's awesome
0: I mean, it's not a bad look But it is creepy. creepy red eyes Lilith is raised with a super intense hatred of Dracula Because, well, she's why her mom died She's why she's living with this Romani troop He keeps killing the Romani people He keeps impaling other people Really, he's a bad dude We've covered this Uh, however, it gets even worse when Dracula kills most of the Romani troop as well as her adopted mother, Gretchen's son, Arnie. Now he killed them for a specific reason. I do not remember what the specific, I read that today and I don't remember what that specific reason was. They, they did something that made his vampire self mad. Mm -hmm. So they, yeah. So he he returned in kind with doing things to make them mad. It's really a never-ending circle with Dracula. In retaliation, Gretchen uses spells to transform Lilith into a vampire. Uh, But because she is not a naturally made vampire, she's got her own advantages. This seems to be the rule. If you are turned into a vampire through classic vampire means, you suffer from all of the classic vampire weaknesses. And I mean, you're still a vampire, but you're just a dude. Mm -hmm. Like as it is. In her case, in Lilith's case, uh, she is immune to many of the traditional vampire weaknesses. And also, her soul cannot die. Which means that she just comes back. Sometimes through possession. She's a vampire ghost. Vampire. Yes. (laughs) Um, Anyways. That's how that works. (laughs) Well, cannot die until
1: Dracula's died.
0: Yes, it is a whole bunch of... uh, problematic tropes about curses if we're being really honest here but like has that been
1: invalidated with the amount of times
0: he's been staked or has none of those counted as death yet oh god the only time i can think of that she actually dies is during the montesai formula so she would have died anyways no so it's really hard to say maybe that's how they know it's not sticking <laughs> <laughs> as loath shown back up like she just gets somebody hurt. go restake dracula <laughs> Uh, personal headcanon, she gets heartburn every time he gets staked, but it doesn't actually kill her. I kind of think like she's just stuck in mist form until it's
2: ready for her to be human again. She's like, oh, guess I can do it now.
0: Okay, I got about 20 minutes. Let's do this. (laughs) She's got a respawn timer. (laughs) (laughs) Just sitting in the lobby. (sighs) Anyways, she at first just attacks humans willy-nilly, but later decides that she's only going to attack humans targeted by Dracula. Mostly just to annoy him from what I can tell, but possibly there's some plan about weakening him like, oh, you're going to attack. I'll swoop in, attack them instead. Uh, Either way, it really just made things worse for everyone around them. This is like, here's my plan to stop Dracula. Oh, there's two of them. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't think this through.
1: I was about to say, uh, I mean, it gets more into what we did for the reading, but she's also not very thorough
0: about no, it. No, she's really bad at her job, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, I like her. I want more of her. I don't understand why she doesn't get more attention these days in the same way that, like, I mean, Satana doesn't get a bunch of attention, but we could bring her in in similar ways. I mean, I can tell you exactly why she's not getting more attention right now. Because she's a doofus,
1: but... Because her name is Lilith. And a major video game just dropped where the antagonist is Lilith, Mother of Demons. The actual Lilith. Which video game? Midnight Suns. Oh. Oh, right. Other Liliths. Yeah. So they're not wanting to... Which is
0: annoying. She'd be actually like, be a great Midnight Sun.
1: That'd be really funny. <laughs> I'm not Lilith saying it would go
0: well. I'm saying that she fits into the... <laughs> Lilith v. Lilith.
2: I mean, if she can't kill an old man in a wheelchair, what good is she? Look, I want
0: Lilith... <laughs> Neither can Dracula. <laughs> but he didn't know she was coming. <laughs> Look, I want Lilith, and Lilith daughter of Dracula and Damon Hellstrom, son of Satan, to get into a really disturbing relationship for a while as like a B-plot for a comic. Just to watch the like supernatural fireworks that comes from that. I'd get popcorn for that, yeah. I'm also clearly the minority and someone who really enjoys this character. But... Um, <laughs> In retaliation for the fact that he keeps stealing her, she keeps stealing his kills, Lilith impales Dracula on a spike in London. However, being spiked works about as well on her as it does on Dracula, and uh, years later the two will attempt to reconcile, but soon begin to quarrel again. Quincy Harker will stake Lilith after the death of his wife Elizabeth, which she was involved in. She'll later reappear, possessing a woman named Angel O'Hara. Lilith moves to New York, and she slays a number of criminals who had committed crimes against women, amongst them the killer of Martin Gold's former girlfriend. Martin Gold is... Mostly a creepy hippie dude with a bad mustache, but does become lovers with Lilith, daughter of Dracula, for a little while. Really not that important. Uh, He had that freaky hippie blood. He's got that, like... Long hair and thin mustache look that was kind of popular with hippies that like very few people can make work. Especially today. Yeah. Drug blood. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is drug blood. Uh his former girlfriend was killed by an axe murderer, so she killed the axe murderer and they yeah. got it on for a while.
2: Okay. I mean I guess everyone has somebody. Lilith is kind of a surprisingly horny character. It doesn't surprise me, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen seen how she acts?
0: (laughs) Anyways, in a weakened state, Dracula tracks down Lilith. Uh, However, Lilith recognizes this. I have read this sentence and tried to look up the answer to this multiple times. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. A weakened Dracula tracks down Lilith. Lilith realizes it's Dracula because she recognizes him from a photo. Because he was weakened, he's now visible to mirrors. What? I don't fully understand any, which is why it, like he appears in photos now. I don't understand why any of this works because I didn't know being a weaker vampire makes you more mirror visible, but... It Here does we for are, that, I guess. It does for that one run. <laughs> right? The two will end up battling as a theatrical production of Dracula's life takes place. Which is admittedly amazing visuals of the stage production of Dracula in, in the rafters. Dracula and his daughter, who, in fairness, dresses like Dracula with more skin showing. I mean, um, I'd be fine if Dracula should have more skin, too. i taking you know, it out in the rafters. Fried. You know what? <laughs> Old wrinkly no, Drac? Just a huge V-neck Dracula. No, because then we get that Bloodstorm Dracula clone that came out in the 90s that we talked about briefly that yeah. was extremely bad. But it could be better. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's potential. Knowing that Dracula is weak, and watching as Dracula has killed a number of his London servants out of anger, because again, Dracula's got two answers, vampires or murder, she seeks a way to separate herself from Angel. She seduces a descendant of Gretchen, the Romani woman from the beginning, who then through magic helps her return to her original body. She then attacks Dracula savagely, but finds herself unable to kill him, despite his taunts for her to do so. Dracula makes fun of her for a while, then transforms into mist and leaves. What a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha you're smelly. <laughs> Later, the X-Men will uh, confront Dracula, who has kidnapped Storm, which is where the Bloodstorm character keeps mm-hmm. coming from in alternate universes where she wasn't freed by them. Lilith possesses Shadowcat, who I guess was made easier to possess because she was angry about her parents' upcoming divorce. Okay. Also, not sure why she's possessing during this time because she just got her body back, so she didn't have to do that anymore. Right. It's fun, though. Honestly, it's not bad. I I, I like the vampire ghost vampire. Um <laughs> Vampire ghost vampire. <laughs> During this battle, she attempts to recite the Montesai formula, but is stopped. Dracula is defeated, and Lil- Lilith releases Kitty, thanking the X-Men for their help. I thought you can't memorize the Montesai formula. She's they have the book there? Vampire ghost vampire. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I have to put in vampire twice, just... It's very important to her. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. However, the next time we see her is when Dr. Strange uses the Montesai formula. Lilla senses Dracula's death, and the comic takes a whole panel to skip away from the whole story going on to show her specifically going, Heh, Dracula died, that's awesome, as the Montesai formula <laughs> takes her out. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't say that, but it does have a soliloquy about, like, <laughs> Lilith senses the death of her father, Dracula. She smiles as her own end arrives upon her, blah, 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 blah,
2: blah.
0: I'd love just a shot in a <laughs> movie of her to be like, <laughs> and then turns into dust. Sweet.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got him. However, when Dracula returned, so does Lilith. She finds that her craving for blood has become significantly stronger because most vampires seem to come out of the return um, significantly worse off. Mm-hmm. She seeks or out hungry, bro- yeah, that too. She hasn't eaten in a while. She seeks out Brother Voodoo for help, and in return for helping him, Drum asks that she assist him in battle against the Scarecrow, who, reminder, is not the Batman villain, but the forgettable Marvel villain who starts out as a crazy man with a pitchfork and triple-jointed in every body, and then kills himself and comes back as an evil ghost demon.
2: Which is fine. Honestly, significantly more
0: interesting than when the man with a pitchfork and two trained ravens and the ability to bend really well tried to fight Iron Man. (laughs) What could go wrong? Everything. (laughs) He won. He he came back.
1: Just out there like a wacky wave of an inflatable arm from a tube <laughs> man with a pitchfork.
0: <laughs> Anyways, during this battle, Lila's bloodlust was out of control, so she immediately abandons uh, Voodoo, John Blaze, and Ghost Rider as they battled Scarecrow. Now, that's a wildly overpowered group to take on any iteration of Scarecrow, so they ended up being mostly fine. <laughs> if they have problems with- <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> Now, calling herself Lily Drake, Lilith gains the control of zombie, uh, uh, Simon Garth, who it's always confusing because they didn't bother to come up with a name for him. He's just Zombie. zombie, or the zombie more often than not. There's a lot of zombies in Marvel. And she begins using him to gather servants she would turn into vampires. She also seeks out Morbius, hoping he will lead her forces, because I guess for some reason she thought Morbius would be a good tactician and general.
2: She must have heard the meme. I guess
0: literally Mormon time is the closest we've ever seen to him being effective. We've already done an entire episode making fun of him. He is the worst vampire.
2: He's not even a vampire.
0: That's part of the reason why he's the worst vampire. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Blackout is
1: still the worst vampire because he's not a vampire.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He tries real hard and even
1: sucks at being a Lilin.
0: (laughs) It's really hard to make fun of any other mystical character when Blackout exists. Like, on the scale. When the best version of the character
1: is the one in Ghost Rider 2. Oh, God. Because his power
0: was actually kind of cool. Yeah, no, he did fun stuff in that, I guess. Yeah, he also bit a flaming boy, so I don't Twice! know. Twice! <laughs> Again! I cannot reinforce the fa- And then blame the flaming boy. <laughs> How dare you burn my face? Here, I'll bite you again to show you what's what. Okay, we're on (laughs) to Lilith. This is not about Blackout. Oh boy, Blackout. (laughs) Anyways, both Spider-Man and Hannibal King, uh, Spider-Man was looking for Morbius and Hannibal King was looking for the zombie, Opposer attempts to create her vampire army here. Uh, Zombies freed and her vampires are destroyed by the sun. Angry, Lilith returns to Castle Dracula, looking for a means to indirectly slay her father. With the help of research Charles Seward, Charles Seward, Jesus Christ, she finds a blood virus that would make the blood poison to vampires, causing them to rapidly age and weaken. Humans exposed to this virus would bleed uncontrollably and die. Dracula is shot with the virus by Lilith, Horrified at what she sees, or at what he sees, Seward begins working on a cure and admits the truth to Dracula. Seward then attempted to inject Lilith, who broke his neck. Dracula battles Lilith, who stakes him, noticing that Seward was unaffected by the virus and seemingly not caring that much that he was staked. Uh, Seward had injected himself with the cure. Dracula feeds on Seward and his broken neck, and is restored. He calls upon a powerful storm, which eradicates the virus somehow. Both Lilith Lilith and Dracula claimed they had met their goals. I don't know why. She didn't successfully kill Dracula. She didn't really weaken him. She got a dude killed. That's fine. Lilith is not a good person. No. This is the thing we really need to drive home. Lilith is believed to have been temporarily weakened by the Hellfear, and like many other supernatural beings, she is conscripted by S.H.I.E.L.D. into the Howling Commandos. Now, the Howling Commandos we will be covering later. The original version is Nick Fury's World War II group. Mm -hmm. However, someone being super punny later on decides that it's going to be their monster hunting squad, and it's filled with monsters and Groot. Yes. This is before Groot joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. It was just... Groot. He's Groot. He is the monarch of Planet X. Actually, at that point, he still was speaking. Oh. Groot didn't say "I am Groot" as his only words until roughly 2006. What happened? Give or take. Or, uh, in the original version, he'd gotten so old that his body was solidifying. T- like the wood got too old and was um, limiting how much he could speak. <laughs> And then they just decided that I am Groot was significantly more adorable when they convinced Vin Diesel to say nothing else in an entire movie. I think he'd be fine with that, too, honestly. Mm-hmm. This brings us to Zarus. Possibly the... No, I can't say that. I was going to say the worst of the Dracula descendants. I don't like Zaris mostly because he emerges from the Curse of the Vampire storyline that I've already talked about. But really... Frank Drake is the most useless human being in the Marvel Universe. Me. Him versus Blackout would be a very tough battle for me to decide who I find more annoying. Yeah, it's hard. (laughs) (laughs) Zaris is the son of Dracula. We don't really know when or where he came from. Does lead me to wonder... How many sons of Dracula are, or children of Dracula, are just hanging out there? Because we know there have to be... How many children of Dracula are vampires? That's also the question. The Enough to fill up a half a prison block with dead bodies. I mean, I was thinking about this, because, like, okay, so we have to know that there was at least one other kid, presumably from before he got turned into a vampire... That was the descendant of Frank Drake because it's not Mm -hmm. Lilith. She is too young in those original, or in her original appearance. Well, we see here, and Drake is not a vampire, while being the child of a vampire seems to descend from that. Mm -hmm. So we know there's at least two kids there. Then there's Zaris, who's just here. Mm So presumably there's <laughs> others who are just here. Dracula is also extremely horny in everything that we see. I imagine it comes up every once in a while when he doesn't <laughs> immediately vamp. Stop it. That was not intentional. Um, <laughs> this is a family friendly podcast, sir. And? <laughs> That's what we're saying. <laughs> Anyways, Zaris is the son of Dracula. Uh, from the early 2000s where he first appeared with that really kind of edgy kind of name. And look. And gun. And, yeah. Actually, the look, you've not seen his original. His original appearance is very early 2000s. Much different. Doesn't make much sense, Mm -hmm. Vampires, before he turns himself into the The Shadow Shadow Colonel. Which is admittedly kind of awesome, and I hate that it's him. I like (laughs) that. I feel awesome. like uh, it's not something
1: I do. It's not something I'm going to put time into. I feel like Shadow Colonel would be a pretty awesome
0: cosplay. Oh, yeah. With boy thing? Mm-hmm. Shooting spikes out of his gun. Yeah, yeah. So cool. <laughs> Anyways, uh, mad that humans were enroaching on vampire territory and unhappy with his dad's leadership because his dad is not a great planner, Zargus creates a secret alliance mm-hmm. with the li- Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Zahra's plan is significantly better, in fairness here. (laughs) He creates an alliance with the leader of various vampire sects, the Claw sect, who are the warriors, the Charnaputra sect, the Mystico sect, which are the businessmen, the Nosferatu sect, which are the ugly ones, the Atlantean sect, which are the Atlanteans, the Moshra sect, the Moksha sect, which are the seers, and the Siren sect, which are all a bunch of sexy lady vampires. (laughs) the seductresses, all to overthrow his father. He accomplishes this at the centennial meeting of all of the vampires. He and his allies drive stakes into Dracula and cut off his head. His allies in the Mysticos inve- invent devices which cancel the frequencies of light that are harmful to vampires. Basically giving them Lights. really good sunscreen and sunglasses. Yeah. I mean, if we're to believe Adventure Time, like which you prob- five hundred. Yeah, if you're to believe Adventure Time, which we probably always should, they made Umbrellas. Yeah.
2: Wait a minute.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you watched Adventure Time? That's what Marceline does when she's got to go out.
2: That's awesome. I did not. No.
0: I haven't watched it. It's wild. Yes. We did a four-part series on ten seasons of Adventure Time over on General Nerdery, which was too many things to watch in one day. Not one day, but in the space of two months.
1: And there's still so much we could talk about. Oh my
0: god. We had to watch 52 hours of Adventure <laughs> Time at one point for that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Anyways, uh, now that they had their magic umbrellas... It's not umbrellas. I just can't stop myself. Lazarus decides to use this device to create a new, more dominant place in the world for vampires. He gives these sunscreen devices to various allies so they can stage a reach on the Krieger sect's fortress, eliminating the senior leadership. He then has the claw sect not declare itself for him. So it could hang back and be contacted by any would be traitor seeking an alliance like his brother Janus and the peaceful anchorite sect. So there's another brother Janus Tepish. He's the one that became the golden angel. We did oh, talk right. about yeah, him. yeah, yeah, Uh, I don't, I don't think no. He is not one of the uh, descendant or mm. uh, uh, ancestors of Frank Drake. He's another random dude. After an attempted at betrayal by the Siren Sect, the sexy lady vampires. These various vampire sects had never been mentioned before, from what I could tell. But this is. I mean, one, this is when Twilight was really big, and not that long before this, Underworld was really big. So mm-hmm. the the world of vampires was very formed in the public psyche in different ways than the Dracula ways we usually see. Anyways, after an attempted at betrayal by the Siren Sect, he allows their leader, Alyssa, to live and continue serving him. The Siren Sect leader then betrays him again, because vampire, and slips Janus, one of the light deflecting pendants, enabling him to escape after the claw sect had betrayed him to Zerus. Surrounded by a small army of vampires wearing the light deflecting pendant, Zarus is declared Lord of the Vampires. Zarus then sets his eye on world domination. To ensure his takeover of the world scheme works, Zerus plans on converting all mutants in San Francisco, which was the main hangout place for mutants. The X-Men moved to San Francisco and a lot of people went with them. Gotcha. Uh into vampires. Why mutants? Not really sure. I would go for all world leaders, but you know. I think they were like, well, honestly, the X-Men are more effective than the president is, so. (laughs) Also true. And it might be a way to show up as dad because uh, they didn't get, he failed to get Storm, so Mm -hmm. if they get them. But he doesn't go for Storm, he goes for Jubilee. And her pyrotechnic powers, which I actually are probably pretty useful against vampires, but not like Dazzler useful, but. right. The first part of his plan hinges on infecting Jubilee in order to lure her, her fellow X-Men to him. The first to catch the bait was Wolverine, who's quickly converted with no apparent resistance from his healing factor. Xeris' apparent harassment of mutant kind... God, I love that sentence. That one I just stole straight from the wiki. Uh, drew notice from Cyclops, who directly contacts him. Zerus attempts to entice Cyclopses to join forces, making awesome vampire mutant armies, reasoning that both of their kind have been scorned by humanity. Cyclops just doesn't like this idea, for whatever various reasons. Uh, however, this is the response that Zerus had been hoping for, and he begins to assault Utopia, these, uh, Utopia is the former Asteroid M, Magneto's former base, that crashed into San Francisco Bay that they raised up to be an island where all of the mutants could live in a kind of bummer fortress.
2: I love comics.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was not a great X-Men period, in all honesty. They've upgraded their island. Sweet. Several
1: times.
0: (laughs) However, the X-Men and the Atlanteans, who were allied at the time because Namor was serving on the X-Men were ready for this as they revealed that Wolverine's healing factor was turned off before it could be turned back on to reverse his vampirism. I do not know how that works. They shut off his healing factor so he could be turned into a vampire. Clap on. Clap off. <laughs> <laughs> and then they turned it back on so he immediately unvampired. did you think that's painful for and him? Probably yes. He's like Everything about Wolverine is painful. He's just vibing as a his vampire. His power... Is to stab knives through his skin. Yeah. And? And have his bones (laughs) surrounded by metal. Poisonous metal
2: poisonous metal then he should be really good with fangs like
0: it's just the same thing inside of his mouth. also he kind of already has a yeah. man. like if you look at he's a wolf especially post 90s he is not a wolf that's not even a little bit correct <laughs> he's a wolf do you think wolverines and wolves are the same thing no no I don't <laughs> you live in Montana you should have some idea how this works I'm fine, it's fine. When did,
1: uh, <laughs> what time in the year do the deer change in the elk?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, that's things people really believe. Yeah. It's like... No, the elk
2: get really old. There moose. is...
0: This is so off topic, but there are some people who seem to honestly believe that Montana wildlife just works like Pokemon where deer evolves <laughs> into elk, evolves into moose. moose. No! <laughs> I've people think black and brown
2: bears are the same. I'm like, no. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> this
1: one just grows up into this one,
0: right? It's not hair color. I mean, it is, but, like, it's not... Okay. Anyways. <sighs> If you live in Montana, you come up with really strong opinions about people being stupid about around wildlife. <laughs> yes. Mostly bison. Oh, 99% bison. <laughs> After they reverse Wolverine's vampirism, he immediately murders the entire vampire task force directly in front of Zerus. Because Wolverine is pretty good at killing vampires. His whole ability is stabbing. And sometimes slashing, which works because also cutting off vampires' heads is another good way of killing vampires. Yeah. Though he didn't have time to arrange another strike force, which I guess he thought would work better, Zerus is pretty sure he can triumph over the X-Men. However, Dracula returns, having been resurrected by the X-Men to kill Zerus. Zerus attempts to rally his allies to to stand against his father once again but he finds no support because at this point it's not just dracula but dracula plus blade plus 198 mutants at this time there were only 198 mutants in existence it was a bad story we're not going into it fam
1: i've i've suddenly decided that i want an extremely bloody action comedy Based off of grumpy old men, <laughs> but with starring, no, st- <laughs> starring uh, uh, Blade and uh, who's who here? The we, grumpy old man, who else were we just talking? Wolverine. <laughs> That'd be fine. Yeah, I like
0: that. I I would read the blade and Wolverine. You you know what? They did a series called Claws that was Wolverine and the Black Cat that made no sense whatsoever. So, like, this one would at least be, like, stabs. Yeah. (laughs) Grumpy old stabby men. Anyways, Dracula returns the favor of bringing him back to life by ripping off Zerus' head, killing him. That's fair. The next time we see him, Zerus has returned to life, much like every other Dracula family member. They're good at that. But he's decided it. that working with his dad is a much better plan, considering how badly it went last time that he worked against him. <laughs> he adopts the identity of the Shadow Colonel, a supposed dissident vampire who intends to trail Dracula for the throne. Why he needs to cover his tracks in the process, I don't understand, because really, that's the only thing he's known for. I guess because he didn't want to deal with the X-Men at the same time. I guess that's fair. But so he it... just pisses off the Avengers and the Winter Guard. So who knows, who knows why that was a good plan. Uh, he forms a new legion of the unliving of various forgettable vampires, including Baroness Blood, who's now apparently a Nazi and not just worships the Nazi vampire. You know what? It's confusing. And they gather together and basically murder all of the various weak vampires. When the Avengers assist the Romanians caught in the Crossfire with the Legion's Massacre, the Shadow Colonel turns himself over to the heroes. He's taken to Avengers Mountain, where his associate, the Hellhound Sarge, takes possession of the Ghost Rider and has him escort them away in his Hell Charger. Also, he has picked up a uh, Gatling gun that fires stakes and the boy thing that we mentioned that's a cutting of the man thing.
1: hmm. I want my own man thing
0: cutting. I want a boy thing. <laughs> that... Sentence. I'm going to have to get over it by the time we get to the man thing episode, but uh, it's just amazing. By the time we... It's so good. By the time we have a giant-sized man thing in our hands. Actually, I don't think that's on our reading list, but we might have to, just so we can continue to make those jokes. (laughs) With the Ghost Rider added to their ranks, the Legion continue their crusade in Madripoor, the island where nothing good ever happens. But they're intercepted by the Avengers. Zaris and the Legion escape while the heroes confront and subdue Ghost Rider. The Legion of the, Will- uh, the Legion of the Unliving flee to Russia, where they all, where they turned all the prisoners of the Soletsk Federal Penal Colony Number no. Nine into vampires to build up the ranks of the New Kingdom. The Avengers come to stop the vampire outbreak with the vampire hunter Blade having just joined them. He wounds Zaris by severing his right leg and right arm before eventually decapitating him. But his head remains responsive after being detached. The Legion of the Unliving escape with Zeris's body and head to meet Dracula in Chernobyl, where he intends to set up his new dominion. Zerris' body is eventually reattached, and he goes on to be Dracula's number one forgettable minion.
1: In a way cooler outfit, though.
0: In a way cooler outfit. I just, he doesn't, he, he goes from like, I've got this great plan, I'm kind of your Count Dooku, to like, oh, right. Dooku doesn't, nothing, nothing great goes down. who <laughs> also lost his head. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Except Zerus kept his head. It was everything else he lost. Yeah. And Drac is like, hey, did great. <laughs> Good job, buddy. <laughs> Toss his head in the garbage. <laughs> okay. This brings us to Deacon Frost. Now. Stephen Dorf. I need you to understand because Deacon Frost is going to be in the first Blade movie. Pretty significantly, the Deacon Frost in the uh, in the comic book looks like a skinny, evil Santa wearing a different costume. Okay, by which I mean he's just an old, grumpy man with a beard and white hair. Count Dooku. Yes, actually, Count Dooku. He, he looks very Dooku. Christopher Lee would have been the perfect choice to play Deacon Frost. I'm only reinforcing this because you're gonna see him and be like, "That's not him." Really. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lee was still alive. He does not. I don't know if he charged a lot of money, but uh he was willing to be in very bad vampire movies, so a decent one.
1: By that point in his career, he probably would have charged a lot for another vampire movie. He fair. Went. From what I from what I gather is that like later on in his career, it was easier to get him if you were offering him something he hadn't done before. Uh,
0: that's fair. Like being in a rock, uh metal album because he did that towards the end. Yes, he did. Good for him. Anyways, Deacon Frost was a scientist who was hoping to find the key to immortality. Because in Marvel, there's three things you work on. Strange energies, other, or the key to immortality. Most often, you end up becoming evil. Doesn't matter which line of science you follow. Any three of those basic pillars of science, you're going to be an evil (laughs) supervillain. Like, those are the basic pillars of science. (laughs) Strange energies, immortality other yes no i know what i said yeah <laughs> this is the three gonna <laughs> be get my doctorate and other dude if we ever do our science season science fiction season it you're really gonna understand how mm-hmm. like that's it mm-hmm. and strange energies used to be radiation before we realized that radiation just means cancer <laughs> now it's gamma a lot of gamma yeah. a lot of gamma for one of his experiments, he kidnaps ilsa a young woman in order to inject her with blood of a recently killed vampire just to see what would happen. Why not? Ilsa's fiancé breaks into the lab, and in the resulting scuffle, Frost was injected with the blood himself. I guess just, like, dropped the needle, landed in his arm. It happens, but, Why like... Why couldn't you just steal somebody who didn't have a
2: significant other? This wouldn't
0: Because be he doesn't care. He probably just, like, bagged a woman on the street.
2: <laughs> just sitting in his car. Which one?
0: <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, her. <laughs> right. <laughs> The result of injecting the blood into himself is that Frost becomes a vampire, but, as we covered before, due to the unusual method of becoming a vampire, he has different abilities. However, this is the most bonkers version of different abilities that I have ever heard of, and I can and I have tried. I thought for several hours today, how did this equal that? His ability is that anyone he turns into a vampire will generate a doppelganger. He then can create an infinite number of doppelgangers by biting each doppelganger, and they would all be under his mental control. Where's his doppelganger? It'll come up. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, pretty sure his doppelganger looks like Steven Dorf because we'll get to it. Okay. But yes, so, Deacon Frost bites you, Mac. Yes. Suddenly there are two Macs. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then if he bites Mac number two... There will now be three max, and he can just keep going on that one until there is a big number of max. Mac attack. <laughs> I just made a pun and you moved right past it. Like, all of. <laughs> for those who know me, just. I'm embarrassed for myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> I, I cannot justify random junkie vampire blood gives me this power. It's like. Also.
1: In. In the 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 shadow kernel stuff, don't they turn everybody in the prison into vampires using yeah. dead vampire blood? Yeah, yeah, man. So with
2: bombs <laughs> strapped to rats that no one noticed get into the prison. Sunlight bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what? In fairness, it's a Russian gulag. I don't think rats is a major concern. Strapped
2: to the rat. <laughs> That's as big as the rat.
0: But like, isn't that the same
1: sort of? Oh yeah, I no, mean, I guess they breathed it in. They didn't have it injected. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe
0: that's why they're not making Dops. A couple of things here. One that and continuity just the rules of continuity for vampires is already pretty loosey goosey, mm-hmm. and then two, the rules of the Jason Aaron Thor or Jason, Jason Aaron Avengers anything run, run is pretty loosey goosey because he loves to use old things, but it's under his rules, which there are none. It actually makes some really good comics, but it does, like, make this job significantly more difficult. Yeah. Anyways, in 1929, Deacon Frost bites Tara, the mother of Blade, as she's giving birth. Passing on a series of enzymes to alter her baby, Blade, Eric Brooks, into being the Daywalker. Now, again, originally that just made him a vampire who didn't really have vampire powers and wasn't hurt by sunlight and could vaguely sense the supernatural but when you mix that with a morbius bite turns him into the daywalker but that's confusing as all heck so these days it's mostly just this turned him into the daywalker again as we said at the very beginning of the series do not expect a coherent continuity in comic books which is why we've been working on a series now for 2 years trying to make a coherent continuity for comic books. Frost is driven away before he can kill the child, but Tara dies, leaving the orphaned Eric Brooks to be raised at Madame Vanity's brothel. He will then go on to be a problem for everyone for the rest of time. (laughs) And Deacon Frost will later use the uh, doppelganger of Blade to attempt to become the Lord of Vampires, a position that was owned by Dracula. Deacon Frost is just powerful enough that he gets to go up against Dracula and survive a couple of times, but not powerful enough to be the Lord of Vampires. He's like the Baron of Vampires. Frost also turns Hannibal King into a vampire, making him really very good at, pick, uh, at making more problems for vampires than any solutions. <laughs> Blade and King will additionally not get along, but they will eventually team up and become friends in their fight against Frost's army of Blade and King doppelgangers. Because he's like, well, I made that one, I made that one. Let's just make a bunch of them. The Blade doppelganger and King crash into Dracula's party. Deacon Frost is among the crowd, pretending he doesn't really know what's going on, but just really enjoying watching uh, this ongoing plan. Furious of Blade's interruption of his party, Dracula attacks and is really surprised to find the longtime vampire hunter is now a vampire himself. As the battle rages, Blade appears to have the upper hand when he stabs Dracula in the back with one of his wooden daggers. However, Dracula turns around and, mocking the fake Blade's inferior skill to the original, impales the vampire doppelganger in the chest, killing him. That plan just didn't really go anywhere. Years later, Blade encounters a vampire that calls himself Deacon Frost. This vampire has a different appearance and personality to the original Frost. I haven't tracked it down, but I assume he looks like Steven Dorf from the movie. Uh, however, he's later identified as a doppelganger. I guess. Despite the fact that he doesn't look, sound, or act like the original. <laughs> like, which makes me think they're not 100% sure what doppelganger means. <laughs> The doppelganger attempts to summon a powerful demon, only to be immediately devoured by it. In New Orleans, the original Deacon Frost is encountered yet again. He confirms that the previous encounter was indeed an imposter, as Blade suspected, who was created using science and magic. Blade and King, with the help of Brother Voodoo, foil Frost's attempts to gain control of Garwood Industries through Donna Garth, the daughter of Simon Garth, the aforementioned zombie, the sometimes called Living Zombie, which does not make sense because he is not a living zombie. He's just a zombie. Wait, as we get to the zombie episode, and I have to trace that back. Like, I admittedly do not know much about Garth. Frost escapes this encounter and vows revenge. Frost will reappear years later at the summons of Dracula to defend the Lord of Vampires as he undergoes a magical ritual, only to be stabbed by blade. Theoretically, he's dead, but also this is just That's Friday. I've I've given up. He's dead. Sure you are, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) This brings us to our last vampire of the group. The one that we have been happily talking about since the moment we found out he existed. Dr. Son. Who has a kind of sweet robot body with a brain in a jar because he's not a proper vampire. He's just dr sun he has no real name that we know of before he became awesome robot vampire dr sun sun was born in the people's republic of china and became an important scientist working for the state he was the dude behind project mind aiming to separate a human brain from the rest of the body and linking it to a computer why don't really know everyone just thought it would be fun cool during the great pro- proletarian cultural revolution of China in 1966, Sun becomes an enemy of the Chinese general who obtained power and support from the new government. The general accuses Sun of stalling the project, arrests him and, sen- and sentences him, I'm failing to say that sentence, and sentences him to death. With irony, he decides that Sun would become the test subject for his own project. A group of doctors, among them Sun's son, hate that sentence, stops Sun's heart, takes his brain out of surgery, or out with surgery, but without anesthetics, and uh, before it can suffer cellular deterioration, places it in a jar where it will receive oxygen and feeding, and then joined it to a computer network, which isn't really putting him to death, but is a move. I mean, it kind of is, but it worked, so it's not, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Sun's brain can now access the electric energy on the computers and attacks the doctors with psionic rays, which I guess you get from electricity. (laughs) Who would have (laughs) known? Sun discovers that I need electricity. (laughs) Sun realizes that he's obtained great powers, partially due to his knowledge of the project. It's unclear if a different person would have obtained the powers. It's unclear if there was an accident somewhere in Sun... Or if Sun's goal was this from the very beginning. If it was just... Put his brain in a jar, or turns out when you put his brain in a jar and attach it to a, a computer, you now have electricity and psionic powers.
2: Nano machine, son.
0: Son <laughs> <laughs> had some mind control powers, so he enslaves a number of people who'd hide his activities activities from the Chinese. Son also discovers that his brain needs constant supplies of fresh human blood to survive. He decides to study vampires because they also feed on blood, and hey, isn't that a coinkydink? (laughs) Eventually, Sun decides to leave China, looking for revenge and world domination, as one does. Sun's studies suggest that vampires could be the perfect soldiers for him, and he wants to control them all to use it as an army and provide him with blood. No, I don't know why. I, I just he's got the whole blood thing going on, and he's like, blood plus blood equals blood. Yeah. I'm about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sun gets hold of vampire agent Lucas Brand and trains him to fight the most powerful vampire on earth, Dracula. Sun manages to capture Dracula and tries to track Transfer Dracula's memories to Brand's brain so that Brand could control all of the vampires. He controls Brand, Brand controls the vampires. I don't know why having Dracula's brain will one, make that work, and two, work for him, because Dracula hates two things being told what to do and technology, and that's basically all Sun is. Technology telling Dracula what to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Brand is defeated by Dracula, who retains his memories, and then Dracula fights Sun. Brand rebels against Sun, siding with Dracula. Sun kills Brand, but both Sun and Dracula survive, marking the beginning of an ongoing rivalry. Cute. Right? Right. Unknown to Dracula, Sun has initiated a process to transfer Dracula's powers to himself. He needs a specific machine to do so, though, and he retreats as time would be on his side. After trying to acquire a statute of the Chimera from David S. father and clashing with Dracula once more, I don't know what a statute of Chimera is. I'm sorry, I forgot to look that up. Sun moves to Boston, Massachusetts where he hires a new minion, Juno, a man who has a silver lance instead of a left hand. We've made fun of him in previous episodes. Anytime you can replace hand with knife, you are now a less effective fighter.
2: What? How?
0: <laughs> You're good at stabbing, but like That's the rest it. of it kind of becomes a problem. Yeah. What if hand was knife? What if both hands were gun? <laughs> or it could be Shang-Chi, where both the villain has both hands as knife, and he's... Possibly the worst villain in Marvel, and yes, I am including Blackout in that one. <laughs> Man, that's a fight of two useless people. I'd love to watch. See that Switchblade yeah. and Blackout? <laughs> no, that's not Switchblade. I can't think of what that. It doesn't so matter.
2: It's, um, I still want to watch Switchblade. I can't Blackout. remember.
0: Doesn't matter. Anyways, hires Juno. Sun in Boston, Sun has Dracula's enemies, Frank Drake, Quincy Harker, and Rachel Van Helsing, brought to him. Harker discovers the machine Sun was using to get Dracula's powers and destroys it, stopping the transfer, though Sun will uh, retain some of the previously drained powers. Finally, Dracula is brought to Sun by Juno as well, but the Vampire Lord is weakened, presumably by the machine and possibly by the annoying knife hand. Dracula does trip and fall on a stake any time he turns around a corner. Dracula fights Juno, but he's defeated and stabbed, as I mentioned. Sun incinerates Dracula's body so he'd not be accidentally resurrected. However, once this is accomplished, he allows Drake and his companions to go, for some reason. Sun thought Drake would come back with the soldiers to fight him, which was exactly what he wanted. I guess the some reason is manipulate Drake. Precisely when the soldiers come, Sun uses Dracula's hypnotic powers, empowered by technology, to control the minds of the soldiers. He then creates a core for his army, which would increase with the same method. Dracula and Van Helsing find an ally and writer Harold H. Harold. The three of them raid Sun's base to recover Dracula's ashes. They have to resurrect him to fight Sun, a greater threat. When resurrected, Dracula recovers all of his powers at the maximum level, although Sun did not lose his. Dracula looks for Sun and fights him again. Accidentally, Sun destroys his own computers and the case containing his brain. Drake, Dracula, and the other witnesses see a brain burning in the fire, and all of them believe it be Sun's. However, Sun had beheaded Juno and left Juno's brains visible the, so that they would believe him dead. He then teleports his real brain to a different base.
2: That's metal. i love dr
1: sun look at that
0: flaming brain over there that has to be sun right (laughs) we did not read dr sun because his stories are spread across various things so it would have been like read tomb of dracula 14 13 or uh, yes backwards 14 15 (laughs) 22 27 through 35 like kind of well (laughs) to be fair he's
1: also not mystical we're just covering him because We can't get enough Dr. Son. Stop. I can't help myself. Because he leaves Juno's brain on
0: fire. (laughs) The next time we see him, he's not actually up to vampire shenanigans, or at least is not in a vampire shenanigans book. He appears in Nova, which I believe was also written by Marv Wolfman at the time, which would explain why Mm -hmm. he was just like, Mm -hmm. man, that was too much fun. (laughs) Um At his new base, Sun builds a new robotic body to host his brain. Afterwards, Sun finds the superhero Nova, the human rocket, who is basically a space cop with various powers.
1: Oh, I could make so many jokes because of his real name, but I'm going to hold back. Richie Ryder? It's uh, it's another way to shorten Richard.
0: Yeah, okay. God, this is a horny episode, (laughs) but not in a way that any of us are happy about. Dracula
2: was, (laughs)
0: God, I have been reading Nova comics since I was 12, and I'm just now. <laughs> That's why they've always called him Richie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Further research allows Sun to discover Nova's relationship with Nova Prime, a Xandarian starship orbiting Earth. Z- the people of Xandar are the creators of the Nova Corps, which is their space force. They're, the Nova Corps is kind of the Green Lantern Corps, but they have a helmet, and they have... Flight and energy and invulnerability and super strength powers, not, like, magic ring that can create literally anything. But it's not magic. It's science. Mm -hmm. Sun captures Nova and threatens him so both of them could be teleported to the ship. Sun aims to use the computers in the ship to take over the world. He also tries to form an alliance with Diamond Head, Nova's enemy, but Diamond Head is not interested. Diamondhead is a man made of diamonds whose head is in a traditional, like, cartoon diamond shape. You know that kind of like mm-hmm. you, when I say diamond the first thing you think of? That's yes. Mm-hmm. Make that dude make that shape a dude's head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he has a jetpack sometimes. <laughs> He's made of <laughs> diamonds and he has a jetpack. Works okay. for me, now, honestly. I kind of love it. But he's I'm happy just... in the
2: same comic with Sun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how sad is it that that dude is like, Nah, man, I got better things to do. <laughs> Then the supervillain Sphinx appears, takes control of the ship, and takes it to the planet Xandar. Sphinx might come up in his own episode, but I don't 100% remember if he's cosmic or magic. He kind of falls in under the, uh, whatever you need him to be storyline. Sun escapes from the ship, reaching the planet where he projected his consciousness to the computer network of Xandar, known as the World Mind. The Fantastic Four, who are allies of the Nova, go to Xandar and become friends with the Xandarians, who acceded to a hyperlink between their computer and Herbie, a robot created by Mr. Fantastic. Quick unimportant side note, Herbie is a little floating robot with a stupid face. That was created because a Fantastic Four comic or cartoon was created in the late 60s, early 70s. (laughs) But thanks to confusing rights issues, we're not going into, they had the right to make a Fantastic Four cartoon, but they didn't have a right to use the fan or the human torch. So they just created Herbie. (laughs) They're like, we shall be a team called the Fantastic Four because the three of us were. Wait, crap. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The robot can come with. Yay. Now we have four. (laughs) And then... Now the name works. (laughs) I guess. Anyways, Sun transfers his consciousness to Herbie and went back to Earth with the Fantastic Four. He found that he had much more mobility than before, as well as a chance to kill the Fantastic Four and then steal the Sphinx's power. Why he gave up on getting the Xandarian power, I'm not really sure. For a time, Sun remains dormant in the robotic body, acting only from time to time. During a stop in their trip back to Earth, the Fantastic Four fight some spider-like aliens, and one of them sneaked into the ship. Sun kills the alien, but then feigned ignorance, saying he was not programmed to end a life. He then went with the Fantastic Four to recruit Terax as a herald of Galactus. But Terax attacks the Fantastic Four, and then Sun sneaks away, trying to prepare a plan. He also Doesn't seem to be feeding on human blood during this time. Not sure what's up with that. Hmm. Sun accepts that Reed Richards. Sun accepts Reed Richards' orders to take the thing's body to the Baxter building while the Fantastic Four fight the Sphinx until the Sphinx is defeated. Remember, everyone thinks that he's Herbie. Eventually, Sun begins his own plan to destroy the Fantastic Four. First, he releases the villain Blastar from the Negative Zone. He's a big hairy kind of animal dude called blastar because he can shoot lasers out of all of his fingers oh. that kind of look like little guns
2: <laughs> Boy, i get it
0: now blastar <laughs> blastar has two a's in it
2: <laughs> that's amazing
0: oh right it's not so much the gun hands that might be a different i know there's a character with gun hands like that he might just shoot energy blast out of his hands i blastar blastar <laughs> however blastar's defeated then sun attacks the fantastic four himself He defeats Reed Richard and the Thing with Herbie's weapons, which is super embarrassing, and the Invisible Woman and the Human Torch with weapon systems of the Baxter building controlled via Herbie's systems. Less embarrassing. They were still defeated by a skyscraper. I got beat by their own home. Mm Mm-hmm. Sun then transfers his consciousness to the main computer of the building. He wanted to use all of the weapon systems in the Baxter building to destroy the Fantastic Four. However, Reed Richards sealed the main computers from any other system using his pliable body, his stretchy powers. Thus, Sun was trapped. He could stay in that particular computer or go to Herbie, but nothing else. Herbie, who had been programmed to avoid damage to the Fantastic Four if he could avoid it, understood that Sun could possess him again and attack the Fantastic Four. Heroically, Herbie charges on the computer, destroying it and himself in the process. <laughs> Apparently, Sun's consciousness stopped existing. <laughs> That's intense. To make that real dark, Herbie suicide bombed himself to deal with Sun.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Can you imagine being Mr. Fantastic like Doing a treasure thing and then watching the, something you created just commit suicide and stop the bad guy. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did this.
0: Also, I really need you to understand. I'm loading up a picture. Look up Herbie if you haven't seen it. How much he resembles something out of the Jetsons. Very much so.
2: Oh, he's so cute.
0: Yes. Sun was in that. <laughs>
2: and it also killed itself. <laughs> That's
0: brutal. Yep. I love Sun. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That is... Mm -hmm. Oh, man. he's If anyone is due for a comeback, put him in a Morbius comic. Just have the two worst vampires of all time. (laughs) Have him possess Morbius. Look, because I love Dr. Sun, but he's not a good vampire. No. No.
2: (laughs) But he's... If you combine them into one body, they'd be an okay vampire.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Two characters that probably should have gone into a science or cosmic season, but like... Well... We're going to do science vampires as a strange diversion I don't really feel like doing on that one. That's fair. That is fair. On that note, we've now talked about a bunch of vampires. Let's take a quick break and then talk about stories about a bunch of vampires. So I miss old school comic book names just like <laughs> chillers. Yeah. In the same way that I wish that we still had adventure magazines called Strange, Strange Fantasy or Weird World or, like, all of those old-school pulpy things. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'm not saying they're good names. I'm saying they're great names. And that's a very specific <laughs> delineation.
1: Yeah. I actually I'm, – I'm not going to lie. Like, I thought, kind of thought the same thing where I was like, oh, chillers
0: old school okay that's cool I I saw one of you was reading the normal chillers ongoing series on the Marvel app was that Mac it was me I read this one I was like I gotta read the rest (laughs) okay I was wondering what was going on there because I was like did someone try and read they're gonna be very confused that's Mordred the Mystic I'm like that is not watching come I don't know why we read this I'm curious, did you know, was that still uh, Marv Wolfman and Gene Colan, or... Did think, you know who the creative team was for well? I believe it was the same creative team. Heck yeah.
2: Colan was busy back then. Mm-hmm. I, because I have to read, in full honesty, when I read the first page of what we were supposed to read, at first I was like, eh, but let's see get like to the second page, you are like, all right, this is really good. <laughs> Wait, Okay, fair enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. At first, I was afraid. Petrified? <laughs> we have read way more Gene Colan and Marv Wolfman than I really thought we would, which makes sense because if we're going to talk about Marvel vampire stuff, these two are mm-hmm. the masters and we've read a lot of their later stuff. This is, I think this is the earliest that I had you read for the podcast. Sorry, I'm trying to hiccup while, or trying not to hiccup while <laughs> communicate here. Um, Cause we read the, the later Tomb of Dracula stuff they did... Mm. I read some of the earlier Tomb of Dracula stuff they did, but that was before... or But that wasn't for you guys to read. That was just me trying to desperately understand what was going on for that episode. Um, I liked it. I think the one-shot comic book is a lost art that I really miss. It really... There used to be these short stories I'd read when I was in high school, <clears throat>
2: and you'd find them next to the Choose Your Own Adventure novels mm-hmm. in library, and it had the same exact, like... Writing structure and vibes as this comic did. It was just like a one shot, scary mysteries to tell in the dark, kind of like campfire stories. And it was just really nice, and relaxing to read. You
0: know, Tyler, you've told me before that you think that like the short story is one of the better formats for a uh, for horror. For horror, yeah. yeah. In comics, it's
1: it's a bit shorter. Like, I mean, I like there's awesome one offs. Oh, um, and twenty seven definitely... pages
0: of comic is a short thing to tell. Literally any story, yeah. like there's no getting around that.
1: Yeah, so that's shorter than what I th- normally think of, mm-hmm. um, and kind of just tend to think of it as its own thing. But because mm. uh, I, I don't know, the mediums also just a- different enough to oh, of that course. it's
0: it's just not as effective for me in comic form, to be honest. That's fair. When I. When I say I think the one-shot is a lost art, I definitely don't want to be saying the one-shot should be the dominant form of yeah. comic book storytelling. But I think one-shots or very short stories in between bigger ongoing arcs is a very mm-hmm. effective way of storytelling and giving yourself that breathing room to make the next story feel bigger. Yeah. It's a palate cleanser. Yes. It's just for fun. Yeah, I mean, the melodrama
2: was really fun. Once you, once I was, like, ready, I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. There is okay. a thing.
0: And I imagine this is true for the horror movie. I mean, because you do the Fried Squirms mm-hmm. podcast, which, if you don't listen to Fried Squirms, go listen to Fried Squirms, yada, 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 horror podcast. It predates the rest of us. <laughs> I imagine that's true with old horror movies, too, of uh, when you go to watch, like, an old one having to, like, all right, not shut my brain down, but, like, Click it, it into a different it. gear. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, me and Danny definitely talk about that a bit whenever we go that far back. And it's why we, it's really the only reason we don't go further back than like the mid seventies more often is just because at a certain point, it's more
0: about appreciating than actually liking what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. There are, it, I mean, we've done the same thing here. Uh, I mean, we we're about to talk about a very modern vampire story. Most of the stories that we have read have been mid-80s onward for a reason. It's just easier to read something that was written while I was alive. Not that it's mm-hmm. better, but it's just... Relatable. It, yeah, it's more relatable, I think, and it's uh, the, you understand the format a little easier. We will, Well, and the format has evolved to
1: be able to tell those stories better.
0: Mm-hmm. We will be, in later stuff, I think... I'm not 100% sure because we've talked a lot about the Thor stuff coming up. We might read the first Thor stories that ever came out, which if you think this was a shock, those will be. That's full on Stanley goodness. And goodness is means a lot of things in that sentence right there. Yeah. I like Lilith's look in this. I mean, as I said, it's pretty much just sexy, seductress costume in Dracula's colors. Like, you could put Satana in the exact same thing and change the colors, and... It works. It would... Yeah. Yeah. In these early stories, they almost kind of seem to exist as, like, Mortal Kombat ninja recolor style of just whichever one you want to put in here, and the powers are subtly different. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I uh, just remembered (laughs) the panels
2: where Dracula finds out that the person tormenting whatever that lady was, Miss Wintermore, or whatever. Uh,
0: There's multiple forgettable women in this.
2: Uh, and dudes, but... Is actually the guy in Parliament that was a servant and the scene where he commits suicide, I was like,
0: <laughs> whoa,
2: yeah.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. I thought he was gonna shoot her and then it turns out he's like, oh, no, he, he shot himself. Oh, no.
0: I it didn't was, think you were brave enough. Like, no, man, that was like... I was like, about to say that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, one, like, and they think Obviously and suicide bad don't commit suicide yada yada yada. But I'm it would have been braver and stupider, but braver to shoot someone else because then you have angry Dracula coming at you. Yeah. Which is going to be significantly worse. <laughs> it just it was so
2: cuz like like a couple of panels before there's like literally a sentence like the mansion sighs and and
0: waiting. And then the next panel <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa! I do like that they're like, "We've got you the, uh, we got you this pardon," which I guess vampire hunters will stop hunting him if he gets a pardon. Apparently, politics. <sighs> no, excuse me, I've been I mean, pardoned for. Blade isn't gonna stop. Blade <laughs> doesn't care. Excuse me, I've been pardoned for all of my past crimes. That's great. You are literally holding a headless corpse right now. Blade's gonna be like, "It's sh- kind of put the down kind this stuff. straw straw." <laughs> <laughs> And we can talk. <laughs> and they're like, oh, this great powerful castle. And he shows up and he's like, it's fine. It's better than not having a giant castle, so it'll work. I'll take a giant castle. Here's this strange woman <laughs> being clean, whipped man. by ghosts,
2: if I read that correctly. Oh yeah, she was, was I did not it was the guy <laughs> the guy the parliament guy was doing it to her. Okay.
0: Whipped by Parliament? Was she blind? What did I miss? I don't know.
2: It, she did not seem to
1: have her faculties about her.
0: Yeah, that part was all weird to me, too. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm glad that I'm not just dumb. Like, like I am, but, like, it's not, it's... There is no
2: point for him to be doing that. He gives the very brief explanation of, I was trying to lure you here so I could try to kill you. But why would you whip an innocent girl to, like, vamp? Is he first of all, he's a vampire. He's not going to care. Second of all, it's Dracula, so double. He's just not going to care.
0: <laughs> he's just gonna Dracula show up. wants the most maudlin answer you can come up with, <laughs> and here's a crazy person who thinks they're being whipped by ghosts in my castle is just, like, catnip for him. Like, he's just <laughs> into that. He's like, huh, never seen a ghost do that before. Oh, Anyways, hmm. my
2: daughter's here. I gotta go talk to her for a sec. And then he comes back. In the middle of, like, a football game? <laughs> like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go talk. Well, the, I, I think they mention it being rugby, and the yes. players are drawn to look like rugby players. The ball is the wrong shape.
0: Yes. Yes. It's, it's
1: like a rugby game for charity.
0: I do... Th- thank you for reminding me of this part. I do love American comic writers in the 70s attempting to write Brits.
2: <laughs> the bar scene?
0: Strew spy! <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> oh I sigh (laughs) and you're like no oh god Gary Gary Conway. I know you're like 19 when you're writing this and honestly I'm amazed at how good you are (laughs) at writing this but also buddy that's not how that works. That is mm-hmm. that's, that's not that's how hilarious. words work. <laughs> kind of like how every comic, when they're sh- wanting to show something is taking place in London, they'll show a double decker bus to this day, even though the double decker buses have largely been retired for decades. Yeah. Like, I think there's a couple still going around is like. Well, you got it, tourist trap stuff. Yeah. Well I guess but like, like the double decker bus is like a normal bus is long gone. Yeah. I guess it's like the same thing where like if you're going to show
2: an American city you're going to show skyscrapers and your people in taxis. Then you know it's like oh that's New York. Yep. <laughs> right there.
1: So the reality is of course that the double decker bus went in the way of men's face razors and we're now on like the six
0: decker bus and
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> and soon they're going to be holographic wobble, floating.
0: Wobble, yeah, like <laughs> We don't do any underpasses We're or. We don't go anywhere? Yeah, we just kind of stay here. <laughs> now I think that probably exists somewhere. It's like we can fit two tables on each level as long as no one needs to be comfortable. <laughs> and the kitchen's a van next to the bus. <laughs> there is a, a breakfast burrito place in Florence that is just a school bus. You're right. I've heard about this. And I really want to go there. I've personally. heard it's decent. Yeah. 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 Now I'm hungry. Me too. Thanks. So when are we going to Florence? <laughs> I live there, man. Like, it's not Florence, Montana, by the way. Uh, I, just next time you come over. Um,
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. I have winter tires on now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Very important things to be talking about. to the world in the podcast. Uh, all right. So that brings us, I suppose, to Avengers War of the Vampires. It's I believe it was 13 through 18. I just keep thinking that it was Volume 3 Collected Edition. Something like that it was like 13, it's, 18, 13, 17. Remember, it, it's
1: one after whatever you put in the chat, because the one that you put in the chat is just that Iron Fist 1 million BC story. Oh, yeah, really I just good. looked up
0: what Volume 3 was. Yeah. Uh,
2: is, I read it anyways. Okay. Yeah,
1: I read it anyway. Well, I had read it before anyway. She but. punched
2: that guy's head off and killed the dragon. Like It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, back to what we need to read. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Uh, We will (laughs) cover her more. Yeah. Iron Fist is coming up, and probably getting two episodes between them.
1: No, I mean, I've read this before. It was fun rereading it. The Shadow Colonel is, like, Zerus is trash, but, like, that design is awesome. Mm. Especially when he's, like, side by side with Sarge.
0: He looks like something out of Fallout, but vampire, which Mm -hmm. I'm pretty into. I mean, they did mention that
2: if he were to take his mask off, that he had strapped explosives into his body.
0: I assume that was mostly just for the interrogation scene and not just a normal day, day for time. him. No, no, I want to think it's normal. <laughs> At that point, He's that's not his choice. That's Dracula being like, well, Zerus
1: is an Evernude.
0: You know how many times you staked me? This is my revenge.
2: <laughs> I also think the reason he pretended to be someone else and not Dracula's son... Was to because he Dracula wanted a lot of the upper class purged
1: so he could restart. That's what it sounded like. He wanted
0: a lot of people purged, but yeah,
1: the upper class, also, the weak vampires, really. Uh, oh, so he's just keeping on what he did in real life.
0: Yeah, yeah his Palpatine plan here of like faking a civil war. But then he's not, the not bad guy. Out. So
2: the vampires that do survive are like, oh, you're back. We'll come and help you, right? Because. They don't know that Dracula was literally the reason this happened. He's like, he told the Sunday, go, yeah, we're going to mm-hmm. purge everybody and start over again.
0: Yeah, but then when they all go to Latveria, there's the Legion of the Unliving now on Dracula's side. Yeah, like, like, he it's... can explain off as
2: Dracula. <laughs> I'm Dracula. Like, I,
0: what I They're don't... vampires. It's literally my whole He plan. had a castle. Why didn't he need an irradiated zone in Chernobyl? <laughs> Because no one else can go there. Okay, fair enough. How many times has been has is Castle Dracula rated just in the comics we've read. But how for many this? times is that Dracula's fault? <laughs> well <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Honestly, this is the smartest plan he's ever had, because it sets you, up yeah. a place and it puts him on the national scale, especially later on when he'll uh True. team up with help out in the, the King and Black invasion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's, it's a good symbiotic. it's a good play. Uh And two, it's like, oh, it's land no one wants, because really, no one wants Chernobyl. Like, obviously. I also want more of that hellhound, because that hellhound seems extremely interesting. Sarge. (laughs) My dog shoots
1: back. (laughs) I really like Sarge.
2: And who's that dog that Thor has? Thori? Thori is the king of hounds.
1: (laughs) Thori's great.
0: Thori! You'll get more Thori. Thori will come up in Loki. We might read the stories where Thori first appears. He is, but long story short, he is a hellhound The Lo- that Kid Loki gets his hands on, who is a Loki reborn and no longer the god oh. of evil that he had become. We read a lot oh, of that. Oh, yes, book. we yeah. read some, that was not Kid Loki. That yep. was old Loki killing Kid Loki, and taking over his body. body, but having the memories. It was, whew, boy, the Loki episodes are going to be a trip. Let's just put it that <laughs> well, way.
2: Loki is messed up <laughs> in multiple levels. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Hannibal Lecter look they gave Dracula when he was in uh the cell.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. I'm back and forth. I think I said before that this is one of my favorite Dracula looks. I like it more than his super over the top armor and like uh uh head mm. Oh yeah, that uh, thing. Uh, ponytail, mm-hmm. head ponytail. Jesus Christ. <laughs> top knot, top knot f- phase. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but oh, god I'm so sorry. Anyways,
2: we have but, a sport where top knots are
0: popular. <laughs> Actually, top knots are popular in Wacky Bats. Um, <laughs> but I do. There's something about classic hammer horror film Dracula, Bella Lugosi with a thin mustache, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is like how I want Dracula to look. Him just deciding that like fashion stopped in nineteen or in like eighteen seventy-eight. No one knows why because it's all he's like five hundred years old at that point. (laughs) This is not like this is not him like I'm wearing what I wore when I was growing up. It's like I just got tired of buying new things. And have you seen the clothes today? What's even the point? (laughs) Don't you understand how bad quick clothing has been for So good.
2: No, I liked, I liked his old man form, too. I thought it... I just, I don't know, him with a walking cane and his cape. I was like, that really fits.
0: It does fit better for this story. I just... I always have my, bad. like, preferred style for a... That's fair. I don't know how he looks... Like, I don't think they ever revealed that, did they? How Why he looks so old, old and
2: emaciated? I uh, know they don't explain it, but I'm assuming it's because he hadn't been feeding for a while on purpose. So his appearance wouldn't be as threatening
0: mm.
2: when he got captured
0: by the the Russian Avengers. Winter Guard. But yes, Russian Avengers is an accurate description. Who is
2: that who is that guy who was just slaughtering the vampires with that with the staff? Or the not a staff. It is a staff with a knife on the end. It's called Red Widows? I have no idea who that is. Oh,
0: yeah. Woman, I want to say yes. I think so. I'll be honest, I'm not sure who she is because I have not gotten that far into the Avengers run. And she was a new character. The Avengers She's... seem to hate her. Yeah, man. She's not a good person. She will later kidnap She-Hulk and try to turn her into a bomb. Well, She-Hulk yeah. does that anyways.
1: <laughs> she blew Also off. true.
0: <laughs> uh... Ursa Major is the redeeming factor of the Winter Guard (laughs) because he is just a large bear man who likes vodka. (laughs) David Harbour should have been Ursa Major
1: instead of Red Guardian in Black Widow.
0: I understand why they were like, Russian Captain America is a more interesting character for us to use and connect to the Black Widow, especially because... There yeah. are several versions of him that have ties to the Black mm-hmm. Widow, but. Um, but Urza Major. <laughs> I always would rather have a Bear Man than Communist Cap. We almost had a Vampire Bear Man in this comic.
2: There was. there is The dog's like, Do you want me to turn Urza?
0: <laughs> we will like, have no. a kind of Vampire Gorilla Man later on in this series. <laughs> I need to catch up partially because I need to see some redeeming stuff for Ken Hale the Gorilla Man because I love him. Mm-hmm. He's actually coming up not too far in the future for this series. Um, I need more Snow
1: Snake just because that design is fire. Oh, the, yes. the, uh, the 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 Samurai. all white Japanese yeah, yeah, vampire
0: kind of kind of kabuki ish yeah that art for kind of kabuki vampire.
1: but kind of an oni mask and yeah
0: the art for that vampire
2: uh, reminded me of the art style for the Scarlet Witch episodes we had.
0: Sorry, just grabbing the book so I can make sure I give proper credit to. The artist who is um, David Marquez, mm. who I think first gained prominence for being one of the artists on the original Miles Morales series. Okay. It was Sarah Pacilli and David Marquez. And both of them, everyone went, we got to pay attention to these two. I, I mean, I think they were doing stuff before them, but that's when I remember them becoming... Not household names, because no one knows who comic book artists are, but the comic book equivalent of household names.
1: Uh, I feel like we've mentioned it before, but Boy Thing is the best thing to happen to Blade since Wesley Snipes. That was
2: amazing, with the like, the little spike things coming out of his mm-hmm. arm. so cool. Yep, We will definitely deal with him more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the panel where he cuts Boy Thing off of uh, whatever his name is. The Shadow Colonel. Shadow Colonel. And it's sitting there like, I guess this is my life now. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Whatever. That's always kind of the look on Man-Thing's face. <laughs> I guess this is what's happening.
0: Like, okay. <laughs> cool, I guess. Man-Thing is a lot of fun, and I'm really looking forward to the episodes with him. And I will, we'll do a separate little boy thing, side mm-hmm. thing. But I have to admit... Kind of the thing I'm most excited about is getting to watch Werewolf by Night again. Where Man-Thing shows up Mm -hmm. in it. Because, oh my god, it's so so good. good.
1: Oh, they had him looking good. They never say Jack's last name, though.
0: Yeah, they're cowards. (laughs) They're cowards. They never admit that the Werewolf by Night's name is Jack Russell. And they (laughs) never admit that Man-Thing's name is Man-Thing. They just call him Ted. Ted. Which is cute That's, and funny, Whatever. but he's the man thing. How mm-hmm. can you have him and not say the line, those who know fear burn at the touch of the man, man thing. thing. And this is not what we're discussing in this episode, but here we are. Hey,
1: to boy thing him. leads to strange place.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, I don't like that. Either. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. I did have a question
2: about uh, the Ghost Rider. Because uh, Reyes Robbie? is the newest one. He's the old- He's the car one. Yes. And I found it interesting that they could just invoke all these random names, none of them his, to control him. Just the other Ghost Riders and Mephisto.
0: They did mention Eli Morrow in that area. Mm-hmm. And Zadkiel? You... I was going to say, they, they referenced both Zadkiel and Zarathos And Mephisto.
2: And all the almost all the previous Ghost Riders, because they didn't mention... Well, I guess they don't have to if they mention Zadkill, right?
0: Hey, remember how I said Jason Aaron has a kind of shaky relationship with previous <laughs> yeah. continuity? So I know he's
2: technically has demon powers, which is why I guess that's why you can do that. Because if you like, you say a demon's true name, you have power or whatever, mm-hmm. according to mm-hmm. most things, yeah. Is that just something that happens now? So if they're fighting and someone's like, oh, I know who that is, and he starts spouting off all his names, then you just have a, a rogue ghostwriter
1: <laughs> running muck? I feel like it's one of those special occasions where it ha- it, it's not just anybody saying those names. Is it's legitimately a hellhound a hell, okay. that knows <clears throat> all of those names.
2: That makes, okay, I guess that's a little better. Because <laughs> when that first happened, I was like, that's so bad. <laughs>
1: That's terrible. And it seems like even then it might be like a, well, we caught them off guard. Probably isn't going to happen the same way again. That's right. Because he was kind of uh, not having a great time when it happened. Mm-hmm.
0: Has mean, Robbie ever had a great time?
1: No. no. Honestly,
0: even before he became the writer, life didn't look like it was going that great for him. No.
1: And I need to get caught up on all this crazy all writer stuff. I know.
0: Yeah, we might. Robbie oh, I guess ooh,
1: Robbie does not have a good time for a little bit in there. No.
0: We might, because that run is about to end, uh, and part of me is tempted to read Avengers Forever as a, like, side episode like mm-hmm. we do occasionally, just to update on what Robbie's been up to. But I don't know how much the end is going to tie into the other Avengers right. book. At this we'll point. wait to see it. We'll, we'll figure out the yeah. details of what that'll be, but uh, Robbie is the all-writer. You and I were talking about this out of work. is super fascinating, and one— Real curious what's going to happen after this. If he's just like, alright, I'm just going to go back to being... Ghost Rider. Robbie. Normal mm-hmm. Ghost Rider. Hang out with Gabe. Want to check my trunk out? <laughs> 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 uh, or if he's just going to... for, I really hope not. Kind of forget about the fact that his brother is... I don't know what his brother's up to. I assume Black Panther is still taking care of him, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. protective services. And... Just go about being the All-Rider now. Also, Blade can suck
2: whatever that was out of him. Evil. And not his, his face didn't get burnt, so that means he's more of a vampire than Blackout was.
0: You're more of a vampire than Blackout is.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I, that should be a compliment or not. <laughs>
0: I mean... Tyler's cat Tickle is a better vampire than Blackout is. This is true.
1: Yeah. The the scratches on my arms. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, adept at drawing blood. Uh, look, it's, it's funny because it's stupid enough that you are... that questioning it is probably the right thing to do, <laughs> but it's also kind of funny that it's just like, Blade, like, I am half vampire. And he's like, I, I, I do what, cool
0: stuff. You know I did says?
1: what vampires do.
0: <laughs> he's
2: like, we're not making jokes about this or I'm going to kill you with my nunchucks.
0: <laughs> this comic does have a lot of really good one-liners. Like, uh, what was it? Um,
2: God Shack. It's
0: yeah, they, the they call The Church is a God Shack, which you have been talking about for about five hours now. I was
2: sitting at Les Schwab's when he fired tires to get changed. Read that and started laughing out loud.
0: <laughs> and uh, my personal favorite win of uh, Black Panther Calls for Everyone's Status, Blades' My status is pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) The dog ate my sword. He's standing on the roof laughing at me. I hate this dog. That's about what I got. Um, Okay, so. Next time, we're actually going to enter into something a little different for a while. Because we have four vampire movies to go through and we don't want to spend two months on that. uh, We are going to cross over the two different podcasts that Tyler and I do together because we can actually fit awesome blade movies and less awesome blade movies and Morbius uh, into both of them in ways that work. So we are actually for the next month and I'm not sure when that's coming out because when we record versus when we release is different for you. It'll be next week for us. It's sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be releasing uh, episodes on both feeds every week for a month. We'll go through blade, Blade 2, Blade Trinity, and Morbius. God have mercy. I promise not to sigh every time I say that name in that episode. Morbius. <laughs> At least a couple <laughs> of times. <laughs> and then yeah. we're gonna watch
1: <sighs> Morbius. Morbius. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> cool. I guess that you just told us what's next. I should go into my spiel. Right? <laughs> I was was waiting for comic numbers. We've only been
0: doing this for two years now. (laughs) The comic numbers. Blade.
1: Yeah, Blade. (laughs) Oh, that's all the time we have set aside for our lesson today. For those of you staying on the island, the memorial service for Dr. Sun starts at (laughs) 5 o'clock. For everyone else, we hope your cruise back to the wild world of nerdery is swift and safe and super fun. Bon voyage. Thank you for listening to this episode of New Island. If you like the show, please hit subscribe. Also, if you could rate and review us however you're listening to us right now, that would also be super helpful. As always, we are part of the Earworm Podcast Network and would greatly appreciate it if you could go check out all of our sister shows over at earworm.com. That's E A R V V Y R M.com. A big special thanks to Ian Ford for our theme song and music. We'll catch you next time.